Welcome back, everyone, to the Eats Beat podcast on the road today, the most delicious podcast in the Metroplex going all around the Metroplex. I'm Bud Kennedy. I'm Robert Philpott. And Steve Wilson. We are in Arlington at Texas Live. We're here on, because everything's here. I think there are like uh, you know uh, dozens of restaurants here and the big games here Saturday night between TCU and Ohio State, and just about everything that wasn't happening in Arlington for years is now happening right here at Texas Live. But we're going to talk about that for a little bit. Uh, Robert, you and Steve have eaten here some. Uh, I've eaten here uh, a lot. I've been working on a story um, at the request of my editor, who's probably going to regret this request. Does he know he you're how here? how long the story is, he <laughs> does. Um, but I, I visited, um, in one way or another, every restaurant yeah. at uh, Texas Live. I think is one of the things we'll be talking about with yeah. uh, Chris you, Finks, the you, director of marketing. You guys have been on the Texas Live trail, and I, I had a couple of tacos, and and uh, so I'm waiting to hear more about it and see more about it. But uh, first of all, we're going to talk about some of the – I mean, it was a busy news week in dining. It was one of the weirdest weeks, I remember, because everybody decided to change their name. It is Restaurant Name Change Week. Um, the first I think we heard about was um, – uh, the Bottom, which I never thought was a great name, is a seafood restaurant near TCU on Blue Bonnet Circle. Good name is, for a college bar, bad name for a restaurant. But now it's got a better name for a college bar, especially the college it's near, which is? The Purple Frog Restaurant on Blue Bonnet Circle. And, you know, the thing about The Bottom is despite the bar atmosphere, despite the reputation, people really like The Bottom's food. And they went for Saturday and Sunday brunch and lunch. They went on Monday night for the $5 burgers. And so now Purple Frog is more of a restaurant. It has more of a restaurant menu. And it still has basically the same atmosphere, but with a little bit more uh, restaurant appeal. And if you've been on Blue Bonnet Circle lately, you really have to want to go to the places on Blue Bonnet Circle. Because it has been torn up for construction for a couple of months. Yeah, it's one-lane traffic. But, you know, and I love Fred's dearly. But, uh, you know, that bottom burger for $5 on Mondays is a pretty good deal. So now, we had our big downtown change. And uh, that was um, Perch, which is um, a restaurant. I, I actually haven't been to Perch in, in a couple of months, but um, I certainly like the idea of Perch. It's on the 12th floor of the, well, it's no longer Perch, on the 12th floor of the um, new Frost Tower in downtown Fort Worth. Um, it is now... Branch and Bird. Get it right, yes. Not Bird and Branch, Branch and Bird. Not, no relation to Bird Cafe, which is on the other side of downtown. They, and, I, you know, I had a couple of people on social media who thought Perch was a seafood restaurant. And I think those people must really be confused by Bass Hall. <laughs> well, Perch hasn't changed. It's just a different name. They still have lunch, um, weekdays, happy hour, and they are pioneering now. They're... they're they kind of pop up dinners, although it's the same staff. They open for brunch on the second Sunday of the month, and they have a Saturday night dinner on the second Saturday of the month. You've, so. you've been there more often than I have. It's only it's only about what three blocks from. It's actually in uh, part of the old Star Telegram building, and only a few blocks from our new building. And the big deal is the skyline and the view, because yeah. they're usually when you go to a restaurant that has a 12th floor view anywhere in America, you have to pay a pretty penny. And this is a pretty cheap lunch or a cup of coffee or whatever, and it's inexpensive with a beautiful view and now that the weather's cooling off and when the rain finally stops but even in the summer the, it was actually not bad up there because you got a little breeze up there robert your keller burger favorite change keller burger yeah we just found out last night um via texas blaze newspaper which is a keller based uh, newspaper that bronson rock uh which has been on and off in keller for about five or six years well. is now uh, 
Poor Shack, which I don't think is an upgrade in name. I always liked the Bronson Rock name. It was, uh, I'm old enough to remember the TV show Then Came Bronson, uh, when, in which Michael Parks played a newspaper reporter who had an existential crisis and decided he'd drive his motorcycle around and helping people. Well, he would have fit in well at Bronson Rock. And um, the, um, they, they have pictures of him there, named after the show, uh, an episode of the show where he fixes his motorcycle with a rock, which led to biker slang, Bronson Rock, any unusual um, tool to, to uh, repair a motorcycle. So this is one of those unadvisable you know, word entendres. It's poor P-O-U-R. But when you ask Siri for a, to sh- take you to the poor shack, you know, be aware of where it might take you. And I, I'm curious, you, you've said it's new ownership. They, they went through a period, well, they went through a period last year where they were closed for about four months. They reopened as Bronson Rock. And they went through a period where they were trying to bring in some um, fairly good big names on the nostalgia circuit for, um, for music. They had like Lita Ford, the 80s metal guitarist. They had um, Europe, famous for the final countdown uh, that you hear all the time on commercials and at football games. Um, they had good burgers. We, I don't, Bud, I think may know a little bit more about this name change yeah, than it's, I do. It's, I can tell you that I can tell you the owner now is from O'Shea's and Hearst. And if you look at Facebook now, it's all about drinks, 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 and there's nothing on there about food. And my recommendation is always, if they don't brag on their food, trust them. Yeah, so it's, we, we'll, it's we'll a, see how it. We'll see I'm how. I'm curious how it's going to go because Bronson Rock, when it was at its best, was a very popular place in Keller, and you could hear those. It's an old town Keller. You could hear those bands for a few blocks, um, and there, there's other action happening in Old Town Keller. So I'm curious what this change is going to do. Even one more, there was a vacant pizza place in um, the Central Market Center, Chapel Hill, that had you know been built out, finished out, and sat there for months with nobody in it. And now Slice City Pizza is open. Yeah, it was Flippin' Pizza, and um, Flippin' actually got as far as, I think, having the name on the door. Absolutely. And, and um, as you said. Every time I tried to contact somebody from it, I believe the original was in um, Plano or Allen. Uh, I never heard, uh, heard back for anything. It About Flippin' Time, they changed the, <laughs> they name, they changed the name. Or somebody did something, and now it's Slice City Pizza. So which, this is owned by Joe Lucia from some of the Joe's Pizza and Pasta. So we, uh, we, we should be familiar with that. We, we have talked before about wanting to do a story called, Who is this Joe, Joe guy anyway? Because Joe's Pizza and Pasta, there, there are places that don't have Joe, Joe's Pizza and Pasta in the name. They got that no are Joe's Joe. Pizza and yeah, Pasta. That's right. yeah. Joe's is really a handshake agreement between people so that different operators can share the same name. And, and uh, so whatever, wherever you are, if you see Joe's, then you'll think it's a good place. And I, I feel like if you live in Tarrant County, you're, you're probably no more than two or three miles from a Joe's. Everywhere. There's a couple of barbecue changes and, uh, and then some other news. But, uh, you know, Robert, you went to one of the new barbecue places. I've gone to, I, I, I called this in a tweet to Bud, I called it Bourbon and Barrel, but it's actually um, Barrel and Bones, um, which is in... The um, spot in the northwest corner of Montgomery Plaza in Fort Worth that has been home to at least six restaurants. And um, how's the barbecue? The bar- they, so their barbecue is, um, let's say it's eclectic because they try to do all styles. They do a Texas style, um, they do uh, St. Louis style ribs, they do Carolina style. Um, my favorites I've had there, they had some uh, Kobe beef ribs. Uh, that were good at a preview last week. Beef ribs, wow. And they had, um, uh, the brisket was was, uh, actually quite good. They really, um, 
were proud of a lot of their food, and they kept on parading it out at this media preview. They open. Um, uh, they open this weekend. The they, 13th, um, 15th? I believe the I believe the actual official opening day is um, Thursday, the thirteenth. Um, thirteenth. Okay. So. And the the reason I accidentally called it um, bourbon and um, because that's what they focus on. There, they have a great whiskey program. Uh, they probably have about a hundred whiskeys. And in places that you didn't know had whiskey, they served me an Indian whiskey that was actually quite good. Um, and it, it definitely, I, I had to get it on the rocks. It definitely had a punch to it. It had some burn. And um, there are um, states that you, you think, this place has whiskey, but there's like five distilleries in Utah. Which they reminds have, me, yeah. yeah. T- by the way, TX Whiskey has started their public tours as of this week at the new Whiskey Ranch. We should do a podcast we at Whiskey do. Ranch We haven't been out sometime. there in Whiskey Ranch. So I'm, uh, I'm, I'm in for that. Here, yeah. Steve Wilson, producer, can you uh, ask us, uh, can you get us in Whiskey Ranch? Uh, we'll, we'll look at, in, into that. And well, I'm we, curious I, about, I I'm curious about all those bourbons you're talking about. Yeah, it's, it's, it's quite a, it's, it's impressive. And they, you walk in. And what you see is bottles of whiskey in so, bourbon. So do you think this is going to be good enough to break the curse at that location? Well, they're, the same owners are about to open uh, in October. And they unusual for um, restaurants. They actually hit their September target. And they're going to open in uh, October. It's a um, an oyster bar, a Cajun-flavored uh, oyster bar. Shared kitchen. And shared kitchen. So it's basically two restaurants in what used to be this one corner. But I've heard all sorts of stuff about this corner. I've heard there's, you know, people have said that it's a landlord problem. People have said, but things work at Montgomery Plaza. Whatever the problem you know, is. Corey's has been there almost since the inception. Boomer Jack's has been there. Um, I don't know what it is with this corner. That's a busy payway. It's just that's the back corner that faces the bank and the Chick-fil-A, and they've tried to be too ambitious in that corner. Dividing it into two bars is a good idea. And I think the fact that it's the the emphasis is really, I think, on the whiskey. It's a good whiskey bar with barbecue and with some other barbecue-oriented foods. But the bar is going to drive people there. I, I think that works. The other barbecue news is that Roosters open in Crescent in place of the late lamented barbecue on the Brazos. Um, you know, John Sanford has said that he will reopen the region's top-rated barbecue restaurant somewhere at some point. He is not opening next door to Roosters, like he said. So we'll await further word on where his new lo- location will be. Rooster Bean uh, came from Nashville. He was on Manvet Food in Tennessee. And he's got a little workman-like barbecue restaurant with some really good, as you'd expect from Tennessee, he's got some really good pork ribs. Let's, so. let's move Barbecue on the Brazos closer to uh, downtown Fort Worth uh, and call I, it Barbecue I, on the Trinity. I, I, I think we can, uh, I hope we can roll Barbecue on the Brazos a little closer. Okay, we're in Arlington today, and we want to talk about uh, our, our, all the things going on, Arlington people in general. Uh, a year ago, I talked with a group in Arlington, they were saying, can you get us some uh, signature dining. Can you get us some chef-driven restaurants? Can you get us some places that when people come to Arlington, they say, I want to go eat in Arlington. These are the places I want to go. And not just the little hole-in-the-wall places that have been on diners, drive-ins, and dives, the little Lebanese and the Russian and all the great little international dining that's Arlington, Arlington's known for. They said, can you get us some place with restaurants and craft cocktails that tourists can come to? Chris Spinks of Texas Live is with us. Chris, I think that's kind of what you've done. Yeah. Oh, and right and, on time, and, and the right Texas Live food arrives here. Oh, wow. Yeah, look at that. 
Uh, well, look at that, as we say on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. It's great radio. It, it, it looks it, really it good. We have, a, we have a sriracha we'll burger from burger. Troy's or yeah. some sort of bacon burger from Troy's. The bacon, uh, nope, there's an egg on that burger. There's an egg in that burger, and we have some sort of unidentified fried chicken. Where's that from, Chris? That is from the Miller Tavern. Oh, that's from Miller from Tavern. Okay. Miller Tavern's. We have a lot of food in front of us now, so we're going to have to start passing it around. So Chris Spinks, the marketing director of Texas Live, is with us. Uh, people uh, wanted a dining destination. I know this is a lot more, but people ask, what is Texas Live? Is it a food court? Is it a food hall? What is it? The best way that I describe it, and thank you guys for having me. It's good to see you all. Yeah, I feel like we see each other almost on a on a weekly or bi-weekly basis here. And that's, Chris uh, and I did a uh, Facebook Live here yeah. on the grand opening night. <laughs> yeah. so you can find you're, that on Star Telegram. Yeah, you're kind of a big deal, Chris. Well, it's that's there's a lot of good people around, and it takes a village uh, to pull something off like this. But, but you're absolutely right. You know, as uh, you know, I was I was born in Arlington. I went to school here in Arlington, and, and a longtime Arlington resident now in Fort Worth. But um, we've never had kind of that that food driven uh, concept, whether it be you know a restaurant or, or a district. And so, the best way that I describe of, of what Texas Live is is that. You know, we're we're sports anchored entertainment district, um, but within the district, we've got several different venues. Um, it's not a food court. Um, it's not even a food hall. You know, it's um, all of our restaurants have exterior entrances um, and, and signage on the streets. And it just so happens that they're also connected on the inside. And and while that may seem like a, uh, a food hall concept to some, uh, the best way that I can tell people um, about it is come see it for yourself. Well, yeah, it does have a contemporary urban look. Everybody has mm-hmm. their their own. It looks like a, a, a street or a block with separate restaurants. And, it, you know, a, a food hall, the one I'm most familiar with is Legacy Hall in Plano, is going to be a lot of um, stands, whereas here you have a lot of um, – you have a couple of things like Pudge's Pizza and um, Guy's Taco Joint that are order at the counter type counter places, service. But most of the restaurants here are um, full service restaurants where you go to a hostess stand, sit down at the table, have a server come to you. Mm-hmm. Um, I have been to um, pretty much every place here. Well, let's start at square one. How many restaurants and what are they? Uh, there is Troy's, which is Troy Aikman's. Um, Burger place slash beer hall slash restaurant. I it's there's Margaritas. more than there's Craft more than burgers. Cocktails. There's mm-hmm. more than burgers, but there's like nine, eight or nine burgers on the menu. Um, it is it's actually um, so far my favorite place here. Uh, Lockhart Smokehouse, uh, which is related to this was actually the first time I'd been to a Lockhart Smokehouse. I'd never been to the ones in Dallas or the uh, the Kreutz Marketplace that that. Um, uh, originated. Chris, Chris is over Chris here is right unwrapping, now unwrapping the, stuff. He's unwrapping from the butcher paper. paper. Yeah. Um, All the barbecue comes on butcher paper. Yeah, and that's uh, and, and people have, people have said it's not quite as good as the Dallas one, but I think it just needs time to get the smokers. Oh, you know, oh I smell that. Smell that. Yeah. Oh golly. Yes. Okay, now, now first, look at this. I'm smelling sausage. Oh, yeah, this is sausage. Help out the podcast on the other end of the table, and I smell sausage. We're going to hold the sausage up to the microphone. So mm-hmm. Troy's, Troy's is burger and cocktails. Lockhart uh, is Central Texas-style barbecue from an award-winning family. And my, what are visit, the other? my visit was good, and I say six months from now it's going to be great. Yeah. What are the other, and Lockhart, you want to go to anytime, any day. What are the other restaurants here? Um, there's a Miller Tavern, which I, Miller Tavern and Beer Garden. Uh, it, it's kind of a chef-driven gastropub. Gastropub. I was. I happened to be here on Sunday afternoon, eating there uh, right before the Cowboys game. 
so uh, you know sports bar came to mind too sure but it's an it's a sports bar with uh above average food on the menu my uh, personal favorite you know i work here but you know i think i do get a little bit of credibility because I, I i eat here you know almost every day uh the uh the brussels sprouts at miller tavern are some of my favorite it's got like a a spicy thai um peanut sauce uh and the brussels sprouts and and, and i could eat those as a meal on its own it's, and funny, wh- it's funny you should mention that because my wife is a vegetarian and that's one of the things she ordered um we i agree with you on the spice and the peanuts thought the sprouts that we got were just a little bit tough um but we also had the hummus plate which was very good um you know it's, it's a huge hummus plate with carrots and cucumbers and it's a it's a texas hummus so you've got um black-eyed peas as well as chickpeas yep, while you guys have been talking sprouts and hummus steve dug into the fried chicken yeah it's what like, do you think it's it's is it maple on it or it uh this is from miller a, tavern right, right yeah it's like as a it's like it has a maple there's syrup. definitely something yeah. sweet, sweet. I yeah. Maple syrup yeah i think too. it's maple syrup and actually it looks like there's some syrup by the fries so i gotta yeah. tell you this yeah, is so. this can make arlington like a chicken destination because you got babes down the street you've got you've got the fried chicken here and then you've got um mm-hmm. and then up the street i found the other day you've got sweet malik's <laughs> which is a little chicken stand and he's got fried chicken mm-hmm. that uh that uh, is is uh, seasoned not only with cajun spice but with cinnamon and apple pie spice mm-hmm. and it is fantastic now so this is this you, good, can, you can go to three places in arlington and have superstar yeah. fried chicken yeah this is good good chicken and uh like i said it's 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 a little sweet uh but it's still kind of crisp crisp skin even though it's it's uh, sticky a little bit too, but it's really good. Chris, if you'll come back to the mic, the uh, the I, I'm wondering. A, a Miller Tavern is a sports bar, so I'm not sure what sports and social is then. Sports and social is um, it's a playground. It is. It, it's almost like an adult playground. It's two stories, so it's a game. Um, well, the the first story is flatbreads, um, some handhelds. You know, like a. Uh, it's actually here. At Sports and Social yesterday, yeah, had um, the um, one of the foot long hot dogs, uh, the island dog. You've got hot dogs. You've got tacos. We've got uh, some southwestern chicken tacos there. We've got fish tacos, uh, the pizzas, the flatbreads, and then the hot dogs. So, kind of a uh, you know maybe a, a you know an elevated uh, sports you know like a almost like elevated. Uh, stadium fanfare um, to an extent. And the the second floor, um, <clears throat> Steve was excited. Steve is a very good uh, table tennis player, and he was excited to find <laughs> oh, yeah. out that they had yeah. ping pong tables there. But there's also ski ball. There's um, basketball hoops. There's a golf simulator. There's foosball tables. There's air hockey. Mm-hmm. What am I leaving out? <laughs> uh, the, you you've nailed most of them. But yeah, the first floor is is really kind of centered around the the dining aspect, and then you go upstairs for. Uh, kind of the fun uh, afterwards, and and it's it's a really just uh, laid back atmosphere and very fun. Now, now we haven't even named all the restaurants yet. I mean, you mentioned tacos. We need to talk about tacos. I Absolutely. Mean, talk about. I mean, the big guy, the you know diners, drive-ins, and dives guy. Absolutely. Has he even been here yet? I know his name. His shop's open. I haven't seen him with my own eyes. Guy here Fieri's yet. Taco Diner. Guys, Guy Fieri's Taco Joint. Joint. Uh, is uh yeah it's more of a joint than a diner right and it's counter service and there's uh you know a dozen tacos uh on the menu and they come three to a three to a serving and they're, you know they're street style they're kind of 
as you might expect from Guy Theory, they're a little stuffed for street style tacos, but they're good tacos, and you know, I've yeah. um, enjoyed the ones there. What I haven't had there are the margaritas, which look very interesting. Yeah, I uh, I can't speak to the margaritas uh, myself because typically when I'm here, I'm working, and and it would not be a, a good look there. Uh, but the the recipe that I saw there, and I can't I can't recite it off the top of my head. I, I don't think that they're too sweet. You know, it's not something that's just loaded down with sweet and sour mix. You know, these are uh, some uh, some natural you know some legitimate ingredients that goes into them and same yeah. can be said for Troy's as well but they're not the they're not the same uh, recipes by any means we still need to cover Pudge's pizza that's the other concept Pudge's pizzas it, it part of its second floor um, part of the one counter feeds into the live arena which is this big centrally located um, area here at Texas live with the big screen uh, but there's also a counter that that feeds into sports and social as well too so when you're upstairs playing skee-ball um, and you want something to eat don't want to go downstairs you can grab a slice of Pudge's pizza up there so I I discovered uh, when I came here one night uh, I was trying to get uh, it was a rainy it was a day uh, a rainy day and the turnout for the Rangers game was um, low we we're here about five o'clock and Pudge's wasn't open um, yet, I'm not sure if it opened that night. They usually, he usually opens about two hours before game time. Correct. Um, if he's not open, Sports and Social will make the, their, their pizzas for you. And um, the people at Sports and Social, when they told us they were just uh, terrifically accommodating. It was also here on the grand opening night, and Pudge was here, and he looked like all he wanted to do was be outside his pizza place and take selfies with fans. I mean, yeah. and he was, he made himself very available. Yeah. Hey, um, so do we cover them all? Yeah. Well, uh, we've got, group. we've got live arena, um, Lockhart, Miller Tavern, sports and social pudges, live arena, Fieri's. which I'm actually looking at sort of right now. You can't um, miss which, it. It's a, <clears throat> we're in the is there a menu there? lounge. There is. Yes, there is. Yeah. And that's one of the things that with the, it, even after we did the Facebook live, it took me a couple of times going through here to realize, oh, yeah, there's food there, too, because you, you suddenly notice the hostess stand, then you notice the menu. Correct. Um, there, It's in the center of the complex. There's a, I believe you told me on the Facebook Live, there's a 90-foot wide TV screen, but I think the website says 100-foot wide. Somewhere between 90 and 100. And uh, it's actually kind of a video yet. wall. I'm looking at it right mm -hmm. now, and there's um, a lot of sports things on smaller TVs and some... Um, uh, messages about um, Texas Live on the big, big I mean, TV. But I've, I've got shade trees that aren't as big as that TV. I mean, <laughs> it, it's, right. it's gigantic. And it's, it's, real, it's real bright, too. I mean, it's a very good image. I mean, this would be a really good place to watch a sporting event. It reminds everybody a lot, and, and you'll get this comparison over mm -hmm. the first time you went to the Gaylord, which everybody's been to the Gaylord yeah. now mm -hmm. for several years, but the first time you went, every corner you turned around, there was another restaurant with a different concept, and then there was a big TV watching center, and, and there was some. There was kind of a surprise, um, and that's a lot of what you'll have here. I mean, every you know, every corner has a different concept. There's a different restaurant, and then there's a big central TV watching. And I was here for the beginning of the Cowboys game on Sunday, and it, that was that's when I think I got the full Texas Live experience. It was quite a turnout. There was a, a Miller drum line here, uh, the Dallas Cowboy drum line. Dallas Cowboy drum line. There were uh, dancers who. Frankly, looked a little bit like they were afraid they were going to fall off the tables. <laughs> uh, there was a huge uh, turnout. Um, the game didn't do so well. I wasn't here for the whole game, so I don't know how that turnout stuck around. But but uh, there was definitely a party atmosphere, a lot of people here in Cowboys jerseys. And 
this weekend we have a big TCU game and a big Cowboys game. So talk about plans for those. Yeah, it's uh, when we have events at, at, at AT&T Stadium, uh, we, we really like to kind of take things to the next level. Um, and so having TCU and Ohio State here uh, on Saturday, we, we've decided that we're kind of going to create like a fan zone outside in our plaza. Obviously, we're going to be, uh, you know, inside kind of riling up the, the, the Horn Frogs and the Buckeyes by playing fight songs back and forth and kind of getting each team, you know, really excited about, you know, about the game. But uh, we also gonna ha- we're also going to have a, a fan zone outside where, you know, we'll have uh, kind of like a pep rally with some vendor uh, vendor setup. We're going to be doing uh, tech thoughts going to be out here, you know, uh, you know, encouraging people to take a safe ride home, you know, after the game and doing some simulators there uh, with, you know, impaired driving. Uh, Kiss FM will be out here. The Sunday night football bus uh, is in town for Cowboys Giants. So they're going to be making appearance out here where you can get the full Sunday night football experience. But but really what, you know, kind of on a top level, you know, not only just TCU, Ohio State or Cowboys Giants, but what we really strive to do here is is recreate the game day experience. And what I mean by that is you can come here, have delicious food have delicious drinks, not play, pay stadium pricing, but feel like you are almost at the game and there's an energy like you're at the game. And and we do that by playing the school's fight songs and um, having a drum line here and, and, and really, you know, providing a screen that is like no other screen and, you know, maybe even, you know, in Texas, we, you know, we except for the one in Jerry World. Except for the one in Jerry. Well, Eddie, uh, Eddie Gossage might have something That's to right. say something about <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe his screen is bigger up at Texas Motor Speedway, but it's you know, and and food and drink is is a huge part of that because you can deliver a great you know atmosphere. There's a lot of places that have great atmosphere, um, but if they if you come up short on the food and if you come up short on the drink and if you come up short on the service, well that's your you know you've just kind of solidified yourself there. You know my job is to market and to promote. Well. Your, your product has, is, is your best marketing and promotional tool. Um, and so, you know, we put a lot of thought and a lot of care into to these items. You know, they're not, you know, we're, we're making adjustments. We, we know, you know, we're not perfect and we didn't just, yeah. you know, hit a So far, run. the comments on social media have been pretty good, though. I yeah. mean, it and seems so, like people really like Troy's. Mm-hmm. People think Lockhart is good and going to get better. Uh, people are just getting to know the other concepts. Correct. But, I mean, I'm really impressed that most of the uh, – Social media uh, that I see comments say, I didn't think I'd like this, but I do. Well, and, uh, I like the idea of Miller Tavern, which I, you know, I said, I, I compared it to a sports bar, but they've got, like I had a uh, chicken banh mi sandwich, which is not an item you're going to see right. at, you know, your average sports bar. And they have a, an unusual Cuban sandwich that's yeah. sort of a Korean Cuban sandwich. Yeah. It's a, basically a Cubano um with one of the key ingredients, pickles, sub for, uh, there's a lot of Korean ingredients, kimchi, um, uh, daikon sauce, uh, sub for it. And uh, this fried chicken we're having um, also comes from Miller Tavern with this uh, maple sauce. Ma- maple sauce. And, and a nice potato galette with it that's really good. What's on that burger? Um, this looks like a, Egg, it's bacon. a breakfast burger. but <clears throat> So that's actually the, the Ocho burger. Um, and what people don't realize, Robert, you had mentioned earlier, you know, there, there was eight or nine burgers. We go we go down to, I believe, nine or ten. Nine on the menu, I believe. Uh, and, and they're listed numerically by number. But if you look, it goes from seven 
to nine. Um, and there is skips no, Ocho. It skips o, skips Ocho. Uh, and so we've got a an Ocho burger that is off the menu. Um, you have to know about it. You have to ask about it. Uh, and, and, you know, to be quite honest, they just brought this up. I'm not exactly sure what it is, but this is the Ocho burger. It's a, it's a breakfast burger. It's got bacon. Uh, bacon and uh, fried egg and some caramelized onions. And um, I think I see some uh, Swiss cheese on the bottom or something yeah, like that. Yeah, dig in there. Peel it apart. I'm going to try a little bit of the bacon. It, it yeah. looks Actually, pretty good. It's okay. kind of hard to share this. Well, while everybody's gnawing on the burger, tell us the basics. What hours you open day in, day out, and where do people park on a typical day and then sure. on a game day yeah and that's a you know that, that's probably the number one question that we get asked and uh, it's the here. number one complaint <laughs> absolutely uh 11 a.m daily monday uh seven days a week you know i think there's only one or two days out of the year that that we will not be open you know christmas being one of those we're, we're going to be open for thanksgiving you know we're going to be serving and and maybe uh, maybe earlier but but 11 a.m every day and in the parking situation um is it's a simple message when there's not an event at at the globe life field or at at&t stadium parking is free is there a website or somewhere people look is there like a like a, an arrow at the basketball yeah. game that yeah. says park don't park uh there's there's not but if you go to texas-live.com um we do a uh, uh we try to do a good job of if there's a particular event that you're coming to uh, look at the calendar, click on the event, and, and, and it'll no, it'll denote if there's free parking or not um, for that event. But, um, again, if there's not a game, at, at, you know, if the Rangers aren't playing or there's not a concert or a game at, at AT&T Stadium, parking is free. It's a good burger. <laughs> Talk um, about it. Um, no, that's a, it's a breakfast burger. Um, like I said, it's cooked medium. Um, there is a little bit of a sweetness to the bacon again. Mm -hmm. Uh, bacon is very good, very nice and crisp. Um, a little messy from the fried egg. I happen to like a runny fried egg. Uh, not everybody does, but um, now that I know this is on the menu, I'm going to be ordering it. <laughs> well, uh, the, Ocho, the Ocho Burger will change. It will not. It, you know, it will not always stay consistent. It's uh, it's kind of a fun thing. You know that we get to we get to play around with some menu items and and have some fun playing off the Troy Aikman. You know, Troy. You know. We, Surprisingly, surprisingly, people have not made, have not noted, you know, have not asked a ton. Where's the number eight burger uh, on there? And that's that was by design, and it's you know we uh, we get to have some fun with that. The secret, the off-menu burger. Are are you going to have? You mentioned you're going to be open Thanksgiving. I assume somebody will have some kind of turkey. Uh, have you got other foodie events yet? Do you have Saturday Sunday brunch menus yet? Uh, we are working on a really. Uh, unique brunch that, that that has not been announced yet but uh the location of that will be troy's troy's patio and uh the beer garden right outside of menu or table buffet uh it'll be a ticketed it'll be a uh you know around a 40 or 50 dollar ticketed price that will include um food and drink champagne yeah. um yes mimosas yeah, yeah the crafts and, and and all of all those with some uh, some specialty cocktails there okay so uh, I don't think we've talked about the the place is sort of in its infancy too, mm -hmm. and that it's going to over the next couple of years grow. Correct as the live um, live by Lowe's hotel and Globe and, Life Field, and as tastes change. Um, and you can actually um, one place we didn't mention was the the PBR bar, which does not stand for Past Blue Ribbon, although they probably serve it because right. it's a professional bull riders bar. 
outside that bar, and you can access this when the bar isn't open, is a balcony where you can look over at um, the Arlington Backyard, which is the concert venue here, but you can also watch the construction at Globe Life Field. Yep. Um, and we, I did want to ask, since we're here the morning after... Since we're here the morning after Gian Steve uh, is Beyonce. grabbing another Lockhart sausage. This is, this the is, Lockhart sausage is super strong. This is my third sausage already. <laughs> Y'all keep on talking. I've had one, yeah. I've had one piece. I've had one slice. It's yeah. very some brisket good. in yeah. here. So yeah, I, I, I wanted to just, I thought, I hope you all would pick up the show and I would just kind of <laughs> quietly pick up the rest of the sausage and leave with I, it. I did want to ask because um, we're, we're recording the morning after Beyonce and Jay-Z played mm -hmm. um, at AT&T Stadium, what the turnout was like here yeah it was it was a great I, I consider it a great turnout for for a tuesday evening um we uh we did you know we created an event just said i think we called out you know we called it the beehive pre-party which i'm kind of an older guy now and, and didn't know exactly what what that meant but but the ladies <laughs> in my marketing team told me that uh that was a great name for it and uh People are catching on that that this is a place to go and eat and drink before and after the the game, and uh, you know it's we like to think that we're you know we're we're doing a good job of of promoting, but really the the city of Arlington is I, I think is starting to embrace this and and realizing that you know this is not just something for for game days or event days, but this is something you know this is seven days a week. Um, and, and when there's not an event going on, come down, parking is free. And, and, you know, we've got burn-ins in, in Lockhart's on Tuesday and we've got, you know, you can get a $2 beer, a $3 beer. It's, it's something that the community can really embrace. Every, every restaurant the, has a bit of a special. What's yeah. the best signature dessert? It's not here. My personal opinion, Lockhart's s'mores bread pudding. All right. That, that's a good recommendation. So, and actually, that's one of the things I thought about this place when we were here on Sunday is there's really, we, we did think it could use a dessert kiosk of mm -hmm. some sort, a gelato place, a cookie place, something, you know, simple, something, frankly, that you might find in a food court. Uh, I could use something like that. Um, especially, we, well, and especially when you talk about game day. Hot going, days, going baseball to a baseball, season, yeah. ice cream. Ice cream. Yeah, you got to have ice cream cones and ice cream. Absolutely. Sandwich. I think it's a fantastic idea. And, and those are the types of things, Robert, as you, you were just talking about. We're in the infancy stage and there's still a lot of learning and growing and, and, and our biggest, you know, the biggest way that we can improve is to listen, you know, and, 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 and we, we take our, our reviews online very seriously and we address, you know, each and every one and we, we make a dread, you know, we, our, one of our executive chefs is here right now working on, um, uh, I don't know if I should say it, but I'll say it's a, it's a white bean chili that, um, it's one of Troy's family recipes that we're looking at trying to implement into Troy's. Uh, and so our chef comes in and works with Troy's and, and we talk about getting, um, you know, those type of, we listen and we, we implement. Yeah, this is great. You, you brought out uh, the Ocho burger, you brought up fried chicken, you brought out Lockhart sausage. I mean, you've kind of give us the food tour here. A couple of sides from um, yeah, got Lockhart. A couple of Lockhart here sides. In the, in the so, yeah, just having a Lockhart was a big deal for Arlington, and now you've got Absolutely. food all around it. I, I mean, I you know, I really was skeptical, but all the reports have been good, and all the stuff I've heard and seen has been good. So uh, 
I'm, I'm glad to be here and to get to try some more of that. And we, we mentioned AT&T Stadium concerts, but you have your own concert series. We do have our own concert series. We were, we were talking about, I, I think the food was maybe being dropped out, you know, some upcoming food-driven events. We mentioned the brunch earlier. Uh, we've got an event in, in Arlington Backyard coming up on September 22nd, which is our Lining Kugel's Oktoberfest. And this is a German-inspired festival in which uh, we're going to have bratwurst out there. We're going to have sauerkraut. We're going to have German potatoes out there. We're going to be having some German-inspired beer. We were lucky enough to get Grammy Award-winning band Brave Combo to play, play our stage. Uh, another band, Das ist Lustig, uh, which it's taken me a few times to say that and get it right. That means this is fun in German. Uh, they're going to have some German dance competitions out there. We're going to have a Lederhosen contest. And so, uh, you know, that's... Uh, this is the f that's the first event of, of what I hope to be many food and kind of entertainment, just fun food events um, that we're going to host in the backyard and, and in Nolan Ryan Plaza just outside of Texas Live. Steve is like, you have me at Bratwurst. Well, yeah, I love sausage. <laughs> <laughs> He's just been chowing down yeah, I'm on all this sausage. sausage. <laughs> yeah, it's all really good. And this is old enough to use the phrase. He's been bogarting the sausage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's all like almost gone already. So, Steve, you've been producing and, and just putting away the sausage over there. So. Oh yeah, no, this is really good sausage. <laughs> it, it has a nice snap to the uh, to it, and it uh, is really spicy. Um, it, and it, you got the smoke flavor. I mean, it's really good. Just it's, like it's got the snap. It's got the tenderness inside. Mm -hmm. uh, the spiciness is. I'll, I'll second the spiciness. Mm -hmm. That's not even the jalapeno sausage, mm -hmm. is it? It's. it's uh, uh, I don't believe I think so. That's but, the uh, Kreutz original. Yeah, okay. which is a. It's a pretty unique sausage. It's not. You know, I, I, I had never had a sausage like that before. It's not. Uh, I think the texture is, is is a little bit different. It's just, Central Texas sausage. Yeah. yeah. It's, well, y'all, I mean, I think this is really impressive, and the things that you've done here uh, are uh, are far better, like I said, than people expected. And I think people are just looking forward to more. And, and it's it's telling when people want to know what hours you open, when can I go, when can I park. I tried to go there, but I couldn't park. I want to know when I can go. Because basically that means people want to come here. Right. So. And, it, and it could be, you know, uh, Robert, you can probably agree with this. It can be intimidating when you walk in for the first time. Well, for the first, well, I the when I walked in for the first time, well, when I walked in for the first time, it was a hard hat tour. Troy <laughs> was announcing his restaurant. But, dizzying. It can be dizzying. But to the walk in. the you know you really didn't get an idea because it was still under construction. The second time I walked in was grand opening night, right. and of course it was packed. Um, so it was a little. It's a little disorienting, even you know taking the uh, you know doing a Facebook live tour of the place. Um, I because I've come here. Most often at lunch, I've never had a problem with parking. Um, even when we parked, um, of course, like I said, it was a slow night for the Rangers. We came during the Rangers game. Um, we came early. It was about a couple hours before the game. You do have to pay the 20 bucks, but there's no problem with the parking if you get here early enough. And uh, the uh, on Sunday, when there was a great turnout for the Cowboys game, an away game, um, didn't have any problem with parking. Right. Um, you just park. What is it? Lot B by the. Yeah. Lot. Uh, by, lot J and Lot B. Yeah. Are. Uh, it's on the, the north and to the east. Yeah. Of uh, Globe of Globe Life uh, Park, as opposed to the upcoming Globe Life Field. Right. <laughs> um, but it was pretty easy, and it's a short walk. Well, thanks. Uh, our guest has been Chris Spinks, the director of marketing here at Texas Live. Thanks for the sausage and burger and chicken preview, yeah. and uh, we're kind of all set here now. 
and uh, we'll be back from we'll be back in the studio with uh, vending machine food, I guess, next week. But until next we can week, we get the vending machines to work. <laughs> that's right. Until next week, I'm Bud Kennedy. I'm Robert Philpott and Steve Wilson. Yeah.